0: Welcome! You're listening to Uncommon Sense, and I'm Doug Morgan. One of the ideals of Marxism is divide and conquer. Uh, They divide people up into little groups and then tell them that they're victims. They can actually motivate people by uh, giving themselves political power um, by doing this. And one of the ways Marxists do this is indoctrination of children. And so that's why uh, I, my head kind of turned when I saw a an article in the Epoch Times by Matthew Vedum, and it and it was actually from December 27th, so just after Christmas here, and it was entitled "Nevada High School Student Sues Over Leftist Indoctrination." And it and in fact we're going to read just uh, and go through this article uh, quickly here. It says a high school senior of mixed race is suing a taxpayer funded charter school in Nevada over the coercive ideological indoctrination, as they put it, that is central to its critical race theory based curriculum, which forces students to associate aspects of their identity with oppression. Now now that may sound like a bunch of liberal woke mumbo jumbo, but in this case, it's actually a good thing. So let's, let's dig in. In the lawsuit, Clark versus state public Charter School Authority, which was filed on December 22nd, just before Christmas, in federal court in Nevada, the plaintiff William Clark and his mother, Gabriel Clark, claimed that their First and Fourteenth Amendment rights were violated. Students were allegedly told that by refusing to identify with an oppressive group, that they were exercising their privilege or underscoring their role as an oppressor. Really? so. Let's take a look here, because what what is our first and fourteenth amendments, uh, and and how are they being violated here? Well, of course, our first amendment is Congress shall make no law respecting or establishing a religion, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech. What's what's abridging mean? Abridging is just a fancy word for curtailing or to shorten. So you're 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 taking away some of the freedom that, that you have here for free speech or freedom of religion or that type of thing. Uh, the courts have, now the courts have placed so, some restrictions on free speech. We know that uh, time manner and place restrictions like for instance you can't you can't be in a crowded theater and yell fire people can can be killed that way. So you know there are some minor restrictions like that that are put on it, but for the most part, you know, uh, outside of time, manner, and place, you have the right to free speech. So here, uh, th- this is one of the things that they're saying that this uh, boy was uh, ha- had his right violated. And the other one was from the 14th Amendment, and that is that no state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge, uh, again, the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state Deprive a person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deny to any person with its, uh, within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the law. So everything's got to be equal. You can't say that that you know this person over here is white, and so this law applies to them, or that person over there is black, so this law applies to them. It's laws have to be distributed equally. So, what he's saying here is that those rights that he has under the First and Fourteenth Amendment are being violated. Well, how are they being violated? Let's take a look. The student at and get get the, get this for the name. The student at Democracy Prep in Las Vegas, whose mother is black and deceased father was white, claims that there was a hostile classroom environment that he felt discriminated against in the mandatory year-long sociologically based course uh, there is another court class called change the world in which students carry out political and social work projects but that was it that was a different course um, the new curriculum uh, inserted uh, conscious raising and conditioning exercises under the banner of intersectionality and critical race theory okay let's stop for a second because you i'm sure your your eyes are starting to glass over what in the world is intersectionality or critical race theory well so intersectionality is a it's an, a framework for for understanding how aspects of a person's social and political identities combine to create different modes of discrimination and privilege so uh, basically what what it's saying is that you can take different parts of a person and what make up that person, their gender, their caste, their sex, their race, their class, sexuality, religion, disability, physical appearance, height, I mean, you know, how big their nose is, whatever. There's all these different things that make you up in your identity. And then you take those things and you see how they oppress other people. (laughs) So like for instance, um, I'm a tall white guy. And so um, because I'm tall, that plays into how I might oppress people who are shorter than I. Um, and also my, my race. Um, because I uh, am in the majority in, in my society, then I now oppress those that are in the minority in my society. And so all of these things make, make up the fact that I oppress people. And and they they interlock in, in between each other. So that's what intersectionality means. Again, it's what I was talking about when it comes to Marxism. You divide people up into little groups. You know, I'm 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 of am a group of uh, of white, uh, tall uh, men, and so I I am now going to be a victim of that, or I'm now an oppressor, and so now I need to learn and be more woke, and, and that how how what I am. And what my group is, is oppressing others. And so, um, so let, let's look at critical race theory. Uh, the view uh, in critical race uh, theory is that the law and legal institutions are inherently racist. And that race itself, uh, instead of being biologically grounded or, or natural, um, so like God just, just created us, it, it's a... Uh, it, it, it's a sociological construct, uh, it, it's a concept that is used by white people to further their economic and political interests um, at the expense of people of color, is what they say. Uh, according to Critical Race Theory, racial inequities uh, and inequity emerges from the social, economic, and legal differences that white people create between races to maintain elite white interests in labor markets, Politics; it gives rise to poverty and uh, criminality in many uh, minority communities. Now, again, we're 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 saying a lot of big words, but basically, what this is saying is that you are inherent. uh, There is an inherent system in our country that is uh, racist; that our country is very racist, and that um that 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 just the whole construct of our entire country or society is uh has its own political interests um and economic interests at heart uh at, at the expense of people of color so again it's a it's a white thing and um and that 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 it gets right down to politics, it gets right down to, you know, uh, how, how we work, what jobs we do, all this type of stuff is all in, inherent in our system and that it's all racist. So that's what critical race theory is all about. And that's what this class is teaching. And, uh, and, and, and in fact, uh, the, um, you know, they, they say that, that this is exactly what it's modeled after, this class is modeled after. Uh, these sections are not uh, descriptive or informative in nature. So in other words, this class is not just trying to say, hey, this is what critical race theory is or intersectionality is. Uh, it's saying that these things are true, that these things are, um, that that racism is a normative. Um, they, they require pupils to unlearn and to fight back against oppressive structures. These are the words they're using in class. Uh, they allegedly, uh, the, these these structures allegedly impact uh, their family uh, uh, arrangements, their religious beliefs, practices, um, you know, racial and sexual and gender identities, all of which they're required to divulge and subject to non-private interrogations. Now, this is dangerous guys. This is something that is, it gets to the heart of what, what we're talking about here. Um, the, when, when we look there, what they're trying to say is what you've learned about family, what you've learned about God, what you've learned, uh, about your sexuality or your gender, all of these things, that, that that's not normal. You need to unlearn that and you need to learn what we're telling you and that you need to divulge with everyone what those things are and you need to then agree with us that that's not normal anymore and that we have a new normal for you. Um, <laughs> you know, this goes right along With what we talked about not that long ago, with Black Lives, the Black Lives Matter organization, Um, and 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 I will because I'm going to read you right here from the Black Lives Matter organization from their website, what they're about. Okay, so quote: We do the work required to dismantle cisgender privilege, and we disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement. So. When we look at this course, and we look at the things that you know, critical race theory and all these type of things are are looking at. They're, it's all combined. It's all together. It's all the same thing. They're trying to tear down what we think of as a normal family. They're trying to tear down what we think of as normal, uh, God created gender. They're trying to tear down all of these type of structures within not just our society but they're starting with the children and they're trying to indoctrinate these children to say this is what's normal not what you think is normal not what your parents have taught you is normal not what the Bible has taught you is normal they're saying these are these are the things what we're saying is what should be normal Um, Williams uh, William has uh, uh, directed quote in class to unlearn the basic Judeo-Christian principles that his mother imparted to him and then the school um, related against him. So in other words, um, he is saying that he was required in class to unlearn these terrible Judeo-Christian principles that his mother had taught him. Um, Here's another quote. Some racial... Uh, sexual, gender, and religious identities once revealed, uh, the com- th- this this uh, this boy says that they are quote officially singled out in the programming as inherently problematic and assigned pejorative uh, moral attributes by the defendant. So, okay, what does that mean? And and again, some of this is lawyer speak. But let's let's break it down, okay? Because a, a pejorative is Express, expressing contempt or disapproval. So what what he's saying is that that in class, and this is required in class in front of everyone, and each person has to go through this. They have to say what you know what race they are, what what sex they are, what gender they are. You know, am, am I uh, homosexual or not, am I not? Uh, what I, what religious identity I have? And once that's revealed, then um, then, then they, they can say, well, this one's good, and this one's bad. And, and assign these, the, these things of disapproval to those they don't like. And, and, and basically, they're bullying. The school here is bullying these children into trying to believe the things that they want to push here. Uh, the school principal told uh, Mrs. Clark that the theological basis of the revamped class Uh, is known as intersectionality so they they admit that that the class is based on this and is inspired by political activist academic and critical race theory proponent Kimberly Crenshaw Uh, the complaint states that Crenshaw a law professor at UCLA and Columbia Law School is regarded as a leading authority on black feminist legal theory and is said to have coined the term Intersectionality. So let's take a look here because um, I, you know, I, I wanted to know a little more about Kimberly Crenshaw as as this has uh, you know used her name. So I want to know well who is this person? And 20 years ago, Kimberly Crenshaw coined the term intersectionality in a paper. And now what I'm what I'm reading to you here is from the Columbia Law School. So I went directly to to the source. And 20 years ago, it said that she she coined that term in a paper as a way to help explain the oppression of African-American women. Now, Crenshaw, Crenshaw's then somewhat academic ter- uh, term is now at the forefront of national conversations about racial justice, identity politics, and, um, and, and policing. And over the years, has helped shape legal discussions. Uh, a, a leading thinker, it says, and scholar in the field of critical race theory. Uh, Crenshaw, a professor at Columbia Law School, Directs the Center for Intersectionality and uh, Social Policies uh, and Policy Studies uh, and is co-founder of the African American Policy Forum, a think tank, both based on campus, right there on Columbia Law School. So this this person, I mean, if, if you want to get right down to it, uh, this Kimberly Crenshaw, she is just somebody who makes money selling race. I mean, that's what that's what it gets right down to it. She is uh, she is someone who, who sells race and, and sees a racist under every rock. In fact it's not just, it's not just even saying well that person's racist. It's saying that everybody is racist. It's saying that that even our structure and how we're set up is racist it, it's, it's inherent. We can't get away from it. And this is what she what she sells and she sells this on, uh, at, at the college level and and now um, you know even even broader so anyway this this is this is someone who um, who we shouldn't be basing classes uh, for high school students on her theories Uh, and it says here in the article William Clark was required for assignments now I want you to hear this uh, and and listen close here William Clark was required for assignments the, the legal complaint says here in, in, in the lawsuit, to reveal his racial, sexual gender, sexual orientation, disabilities and religious identities. He was required to reveal those in class by his teacher, who greeted the students by, uh, by saying, hello, my wonderful social justice warriors. <laughs> Clark was told uh, the next step would be to determine if parts of his identity, so the things that he revealed, have privilege or oppression attached to it. Privilege was defined as the inherent belief in the inferiority of a, of the oppressed group. Are, are you seeing a, a, a common theme through this? Um, you know, it's, it, it's sad, because when we start to de- to divide and, con- uh, and and conquer it we see how these these liberal type minded people that are pushing this kind of, kind of thing these 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 kimberly's uh crenshaw's of the world they divide us up into little groups this is what you are you need you need to to, to say this is this is my idea uh, identity I am this person I'm this I'm this person I'm that I, I'm, I'm I identify with that group, and then you now I can say okay now you're a victim or you're an oppressor, and and get political power from that. It says here the legal argument uh, the clerks are are making here is that William is being compelled to make professions about his uh, sexual. Um, uh r- racial sexual gender and religious identities in verbal class exercises and and in graded written homework assignments which were subject to the scrutiny and interrogation of uh of derogatory labeling from students teachers and school administrators this is sad the defendants were co-hearsing him to accept and affirm um, politicized and discriminatory, uh, you know, principles and statements that he cannot in in his own conscience affirm. Uh, you see, when it's a part of the grade that that he do this, um, it, you know, it 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 ends here with the school repeatedly threatened William, William uh, quote with material harm, including a failing grade and non-graduation if he failed to comply with their requirements, unquote. The complaint states and re, and re, refuses, um, no, I, I'm sorry, the, the uh, the complainant, so the, the, um, the, the, the school principal and all that, uh, refused to, to, to speak uh, on this matter, but obviously had, had spoken with the mother about this. But, uh, but they even, uh, William says he even went to the administration and tried to get some reasonable accommodations for this, and they refused to do that. Uh, they just said, if you do not comply with this, if you do not say that you are part of the reason that... that... And, and, and this, is, this is somebody who is of mixed race, and yet he needed to identify the fact that, because his dad was white that he, need, he needed to identify the fact that he was part of the oppression. And if he didn't do that, if he d- it didn't uh, acknowledge that, then he was going to fail. And if he didn't do that, and, and, and not just fail, but he wasn't gonna be able to graduate. And so th- this, this is a high school uh, that, uh, that obviously is a part, it, it, I, I bring this to you because this is just a part of what I've been talking about. When you let this type of cancerous thinking uh, prevail and, 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 and become policy, then you're going to have all kinds of problems. And, and you might say, well, you know, Doug, this is, this is not happening everywhere. This is what's beginning to happen everywhere. We see all kinds of examples. This is just one example of what is happening. And and I and I I'll, I'll conclude with this, it, in that, you know, I, one of my favorite books is George Orwell's 1984. And in that book, the oppressive government uh, that is that is in this book creates a word, and it's called doublethink. And and they basically doublethink means that they take terms like war is peace. And freedom is slavery, and ignorance is strength, and they 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 use these terms, uh, and and they and they're trying to, to twist what you would normally think of as the definition. You wouldn't normally think war is peace, or freedom is slavery, or ignorance is strength, but 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 they they do this doublethink, and they try to make you think that that's that's the case. And and the problem isn't so much that the citizens are told uh, that the uh, of. of you know the opposite of what is true and it's it's what I I really like I, I heard this from from uh, Crash Course Literature John Green he said this and and he said uh, the real issue is that their experiences have become so limited that they lack the perspective of the language to differentiate between the majority concepts what does that mean it means that you can say war is peace you can say freedom is slavery, and you can, and and you have the, the the right, the free speech right, to say ignorance is strength. But when you have a society where its citizens can be told something like that, and they lack the experience, they lack the common knowledge, they they lack the world uh, view, um, the 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 common sense. <laughs> that says that no that's wrong that that that's they lack that and so they just accept it because somebody the government whatever said it that's when you're going to have some real issues that's where the real problem is the real problem is that there's so many that can't think through these things and they can't see what's being done here they can't understand what's being said and actually think through it and know what is right and what is wrong. That's the problem and that's what we're starting to see. That's why we see these type of courses because they're they're trying to indoctrinate people not to think but just simply to accept and they don't even have the ability to know or discern for themselves what is truth. And that's what we're trying to do here with this. That's why it's called Uncommon Sense because common sense is not common anymore. And And what we really need to have is more people that can understand uh how to decipher what is true and what is not true the ability to to take a look at something and to say you know what that does match up with the Bible or that does match up with with uh, this moral concept over here or whatever the case may be and decipher the truth understand where people's biases are and understand you know why things are being said and 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 how they're being said and and, and all of this is what we need more of in this country and that's Part of why this podcast even exists. So, if you uh, if you have other articles that you've seen uh, that that would go along with this, or if you uh, have any questions, comments, uh, (laughs) if you like the podcast, please like uh, on hit the the submit button or the um, you know subscribe button, uh, and, and and you'll get notifications of future ones. We try to do about three. Uh, every week, a Monday, Wednesday, Friday type thing. And we would love to hear uh, you know, what you have to say. You can always contact us at 4uncommonsense at gmail.com. That's 4uncommonsense at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.